Riding Around is an improvised recap of a sitcom that never existed. Enjoy! I'm Kelly Quinn. And I'm Malin Von Euler-Hogan. We met as actors on the hit early 2000s sitcom Riding Around, the first network comedy ever to be filmed entirely on... And around... A bus. And we're still pretty good friends. And now we're doing the official Riding Around fan podcast. Each week, we'll talk about an episode of the show and bring you interviews, fun facts, and behind-the-scenes stories that only two people who were on the bus can tell you. Come ride around with us. Morning, Kelly. Well, hello, Malin. How are you doing over there? I am okay. I wanted to update everybody about the result of my audition. Yes, please. Unfortunately, it's inconclusive. My reps let me know that the project is being put on pause thanks to the writer's strike, which Uh, I fully support. Yes, of course. So I don't know yet. And it's kind of one of those things where maybe they'll let me know in a few months once this is all done. Hey, you booked. Maybe they'll have me read again. I have. I don't know. I don't know. But the good thing is I know that character now, right? So I can yes. I can go back to her anytime I need to. And hell, I could probably slot her into a different project going yes. forward. You know, that's how well I know her. So not a total loss, but a little bit of a bummer. I wish I was coming to you all with, with better news. And so do we. We've all been rooting for you all along the way. But listen, if it's not this role, it's the next. Something will come along for you soon. That's I right. feel it. I feel really confident. Um, I actually saw Seth recently and he, of course, knows that we're doing the podcast and has been an active champion of it in his own, you know, quiet way. And he mentioned that he's working on a little something that he thinks he might have a role in for you. For me? Yes. Yeah. And I can't say more what? than that. Um, oh, my god! he gosh. wanted to reach out himself and here I am spoiling <gasps> the news. Um, but yeah, oh my keep gosh. an eye out for that. He, of course, will not be crossing any picket lines. So it might be a while until you hear from him. But oh, I don't well. know what are the rules about developing something if you're not strictly writing it. I don't I, I'm not, not clear. I'm, on pre- that. I'm pretty, pretty sure that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I th- okay. if, if he's attaching actors, I think yes. that is totally above board. Uh, we just, he probably just can't write yet, but it, hey, if it's already in his head from yep. pre-strike, I'm sure that's fine to, to reach yeah. out to me. So you've given him my, my phone number or? Oh, yes. Oh, phone okay. number, email, agent's name, ev- everything. Oh yeah, actually probably should go through the agent, just make me look a little bit more professional. That would be, yeah, I'll check in with them and and see if they've heard from him. That's, that is exciting. What, yeah. Does he have a part for you as well? Is this something we could do together or? Oh, uh, well, I don't know about in this particular one. And I wouldn't want him to shoehorn me into something just because we are friends of a certain type. So, you know, I, yeah. I'm i hesitant to call on him for that. Right. No, that's a good point and actually makes me feel better that he's not just throwing me a bone. He must really no. want me. He must really want me for he this role. Really, and that feels nice. Yes, he was talking about the quality of your voice and the timbre of your voice. Um, as he listened to the podcast, he said, I, I love it. And I, I, oh my God, I've got something in mind. Oh, for that's it. crazy. Cause I listen and I'm like, this is the most annoying person who's ever spoken <laughs> out loud. You know, you are so hard on yourself. You've got to be less hard on yourself, Malin. I'm telling you. Uh, okay. Yeah. I'm something I'm working on, but maybe hearing my voice come out of a cartoon character would, would actually really help. Well, that's the thing. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Seth, I'm I'm waiting by the phone. <laughs> yes. Well, not waiting by the phone because this week we both have been busy joining our 
yes. fellow industry members on those picket lines, uh, me here in New York. And me here in LA. And I tell you, my dogs are barking. Now, I was only <laughs> out for a couple hours over at the Fox lot. And I tell you what, it's hard walking around like that, but it's worth it. It's so worth it. It's of course worth it. I had to put some Dr. Scholl's inserts in my in my already comfortable sneakers, if I'm being honest with you, because I was just, yeah, having a tough time. And, you know, I thought, oh, I'm an active New York City mom. I'm running around with two kids. Yeah. I'll be fine. But something about walking in a circle like that, I think, must just be that, you know, mm -hmm. you don't have much to distract you from the pain in your feet. Also, I found myself doing a bit of a march more than just a walk. Oh, isn't that cute? Yeah. And so I think it's it's when the foot is raised that far off the ground, then for it to return to ground, it's just got a little more force to it. So I think that might be what's happening. Yep. On concrete, you know, there's no grass to be seen exactly. for miles in, in mm -hmm. any direction at these studios. So. And I was trying to look cute, but I learned my lesson for next week when I get back out there. We're going for comfort, Mal. We don't need to be turning a look. Just I think I felt a bit of pressure, you know, as an actor on one of these lines. Yes. You kind of want to stand apart a bit and not look of too course. much like a writer. Although, of course, I, I am a writer these days, just not in the right. traditional formal sense of being a mm -hmm. member of the Writers Guild. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. But in other exciting union-related news, our union, SAG-AFTRA, yes. is having us vote on a strike authorization, which is... So exciting. We can get so, in on the action for real. Yes, we are so happy to finally be able to throw our weight behind this cause that, of course, we have supported in mm -hmm. our own way. And if it didn't sound like we were, um, we have to apologize. You know, we put the job of recapping the episodes first and foremost in our minds when we do this podcast. And so, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, I think maybe we were letting that fall by the wayside as this strike has unfolded. But yes, we encourage all of our colleagues in SAG-AFTRA to vote yes on that strike authorization because it's important and we want to be mm -hmm. on the right side of history here. Oh, yeah. And we want to send a message to the AMPTP, right? And going into these negotiations, we want to let them know that SAG-AFTRA is uh, not to be messed with. Right. We're really not. And... <laughs> 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 I did double check my card. I yes, uh, I Mal and I saw your post the other day on Instagram. It was very funny. Your little story about whether or not I'm actually a part of the union, having such a fun time with that. I am still SAG-AFTRA and proud to be so, even though oh, you good. know there have been times okay, in my good. acting career where it's been unclear. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. I'm a proud union member. And that, that's for anyone listening. If you think your membership has lapsed, I believe you can go ahead and get paid up and then you're eligible to vote. Uh, yes, on the strike authorization. So check that out, and certainly don't reach out to us with any questions about this because I am I'm up to your eyeballs. Yeah, I mean I I'm not writing, of course, in solidarity with the writers. Right. I am writing on the book. You know, we've been gabbing here up at the top for a, a little bit, so maybe we'll check in on that next episode. Yes. But rest assured, everyone, it's going well. Mm -hmm. And yeah, keep your eyes open for all this fun labor action going on. Yes, it really is. There's an energy on both coasts right now that mm -hmm. I feel really positive and hopeful about. Yes, so exciting. And in a few weeks, we're going to get to talking about the writer strike of 2007 as it affected this show. I mean, the timing of this is it's incredible. Couldn't we couldn't have written. planned it yep. better. Yeah, yeah. And we wouldn't because we we're now crossing picket lines. But no. What interesting timing, certainly. Yeah, the parallels. And that's just one of those things that makes me think, this show is just ever relevant. 
Mm-hmm. Right. In so many ways, the subject matter it talks about on the show and then just the facts of what was happening behind the scenes and on the show. It all is it's all cyclical, right? Yes. Yeah. The episode we're talking about today is a little bit of a heavy one. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Let's go ahead. I'll read that episode summary. We're talking today about season three, episode nine of Riding Around. A motorcycle accident involving the bus shakes Tom to his core. Meanwhile, Frankie is disturbed after having had a dream of an erotic nature about Ethel. Ethel's getting a lot of action these days, isn't she? In the show. The writers have realized what a comedic powerhouse she is, and like a dog with a bone, they are not letting it go. <laughs> we need to get another writer on soon, because I would love to have one of them talk about this Ethel evolution, because they really are writing a lot more for her and making her just a fully formed human being, which is so cool, given that she's an older person. And I'd love to find out just what they were talking about in the writer's room around that character. Yeah. What motivated, because, you know, there's episodes or whole parts of seasons where I feel I'm being a little bit ignored, but really past season three, we never see Ethel have a dull moment. Mm -mm. And that's got to be cool. But yeah, you got to wonder why. What makes a certain character more fun to write for um, than others? Because your character has, at this point, started the Food Lion job. So we're seeing her in her little apron on the bus, but we're seeing less of you. Yes. Well, speaking of Food Lion, by the way, I have to say that reminded me of a listener note we got this week, Malin. Uh, We got a message on Instagram from Sean O. uh, from Astoria, who's a born and bred New Yorker. Like mm. the character that you were training to play in the Exactly. Yeah. Audition. Astoria. That's in Queens, right? I mean, yes. wow. And Sean O pointed out that he thinks actually key food would have been the food lion of New York City. I don't remember what that was in reference to. I think the oh, two of us were chatting about yeah. what would have been the equivalent of a key we're food. Christides and Sea Town and yes. key food has to be it. You know, I didn't live in New York for long, but yeah, if it's kind of um a little bit is it cheaper? Is that what it is? I don't I um you know, we'll have to ask Sean for a follow-up. Yeah, Sean, is yeah. it cheaper? Because I'm not shopping at Key Food myself. I'm typically up at the Whole Foods on the Upper East Side. So let us know, you know, what mm-hmm. the parallels are that you find. And we'll be happy to read them aloud again on the pod. But thank you for that note. That is such a, a, a great correction. And we'll yeah. never let it be said that we're not open to being corrected in that way. Yeah. And actually, Sean, you're helping me because in my, you know, should I eventually get to do this role? I think I might want to go visit a key food, for example, and then just get a handle on what uh, my character might think about uh, grocery stores and that kind of thing, you know? Yes. Yeah. Was it anywhere in the script? Did you, do you think that there's a grocery store visit or you just think you might want to do it to round out the character? Mostly just to round out the character. There is mm-hmm. a scene where there's sort of a family barbecue. And I like to imagine that whatever my character has brought to that was probably purchased at a grocery store. And maybe that store was key food. So... That's yeah. really true. But I, I also, I probably would need to, I haven't even read the whole script. You know, I just got the, I just got my sides. So it'll be definitely once I get that whole script worth going through and just combing it for any possible sort of, you know, references, real life places that I'll want to make contact with for that depth of character, you know, I like to get. Yeah, I really love that. It's, uh, you're so thorough always. And I, I was thinking, as you were saying that, I was sort of half listening and half thinking to myself, I, it's been a while since I've auditioned for a feature film. Uh, and I wonder how it would feel to read an entire script in one sitting, you know, and just, mm. I, I think it might be nice. I think that might be something I, I try to lean on, get some reps and then lean on them about. 
you know, getting Mm -hmm. me out there for something like that. Was that Netflix thing you auditioned for that wasn't a movie? Was that a TV show? You know what? I guess it was a movie. I I do the same thing where I I don't feel that a streaming movie is a real movie, honestly. And I should probably outgrow that mindset because, look, a movie, it's about the length, right? It's about the length. If it's approaching two hours, (laughs) that's a movie. No matter matter where we're watching it. The money is in streamers these days, you know? So that's where more and more where the movies Mm -hmm. are going to come from. Mm Not for not for the writers or the actors, though, apparently, right? So that's why, we, why we're taking action. The money is right. there, and it's not going to those of us making it. And that extends further down the line, you know, to the people who help us make the show. Do not think that you are unnoticed in all of this. We are striking to help you as yes. well down the line. Yeah, I have really enjoyed getting to know all of the members of our crew that we've gotten to talk to mm-hmm. doing this podcast. And it makes it really makes you wish you'd talk to them when you were working together. Yes. Right. Because some of these people are so talented and, and also so funny. Uh, you know, I, yeah. I think and so nice. And, and sometimes you think, well, that's an actor thing. And no, right. it's everybody. No, anyone can be dynamic, actually. The other day I made Maybelline's tilapia crusted chicken recipe. You did girls. not. Wow. Yes. Which, she, I mean, she went to such great lengths to share it with us on the yeah. on the podcast and delicious. I actually sent her a photo of it and she oh. said it looked like it was supposed to. So I take that as oh, wow. a point That's of pride. That's incredible. Because sometimes mm-hmm. I'll make things and they taste good, but they certainly don't look how they're supposed to look. So that is quite an accomplishment there. And did the girls love it? Oh, yeah. They loved it. I mean, I would say a sophisticated dish for girls that age, but they, I mean, what's not to love, you know, tilapia, yeah. chicken crisped up. Nice crust. Yeah. Yeah. Delicious. Uh, Well, I think I feel like we're maybe avoiding talking about the episode because it is so tough. Right. The motorcycle accident, of course, is Mm -hmm. what wound up getting Sarah Paulson off the show. Right. And no easy way to say this, folks. It could not come soon enough. I think we were all feeling it and bless those writers for having mercy on us and just taking her out before it went too far. Right. She just... And you know what I what I will say, Kelly, and yeah. all the Sarah Paulson stands who have been writing to us, hear me mm. say this, when she is saying those her last words, her dying words, right. that is when she shines. That's what we love about her is the incredible dramatic prowess. Yes. So you see that and you're like, oh, hang on. She might be going places. Right. That's what I remember thinking, watching it, just sort of standing off to the side just like rubbing my hands together for, for, okay, finally she's off. Right. Um, and I want to see this last scene of hers. And then what do you know? She's turning out just honestly a gorgeous, moving performance. Mm-hmm. And and honestly, I got to give it up for Gus as well. If you didn't watch the episode, and I think you should because it's, it's a moving one. Right. You know, the bus, I wouldn't say the bus hits the motorcycle. I, the writers left it ambiguous, right? right. There, there is a collision. Yes. And who's at fault is not quite there. But of course, as soon as Tom realizes what's happened, he stops the bus and he Mm -hmm. runs off and goes to be with this motorcycle rider who, once the helmet comes off, we see, you know, it's Sarah Paulson's character. And Gus, oh my gosh, just his face. I had this moment too, watching this last night. Oh, wow. That's an Emmy winner, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's an Emmy winner. He is crushed. And regardless of whether he's at fault, he is feeling personally responsible. (laughs) And yeah, I mean, and this is going to reverberate for him throughout the seasons, right? This Mm -hmm. um, he's Mm -hmm. sort of haunted by this memory of what 
he potentially has done to, to another human life. And honestly, I have to say, watching the way that New York City buses drive, at least around here, surprise it doesn't happen more often. Oh, yeah. Because you're, you know, you're just navigating so much as a bus driver. Those blind spots on those buses are, uh, are long. So enormous. you find yourself driving in the middle of the sort of length of the bus. Good luck to you because, uh, yeah, they might be changing lanes and having no right. idea that you're there, which is kind of what happened here, and especially a motorcycle. Right. It was nothing head on, but yeah, he could have just scooted over too far left in the lane and mm-hmm. boom, she's on the ground. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, awful stuff. It reminds me to never get on a motorcycle. Listeners, I keep Please. seeing TikToks of, you know, it'll be an ER doctor and it's like five things I'll never do thanks to what I've seen in the ER. And I'd say riding a motorcycle is up there for all of them. Wow. Careful. And if you are doing it, let's get a helmet on those heads. Yeah. Yeah. Please wear a helmet. What are the other things just out of curiosity? Okay. So you don't put your feet up on the dash. Oh, sure. You know, if you're a passenger, sometimes if you're on a long trip or something, you might want to put feet up. That's a big no-no. Don't do that. Okay. Uh Uh-huh. We won't make you list all of those. That's something maybe I should look into because my TikTok, I have to say, skews pretty pet heavy. So I'm not getting these sort of life hacks that seem kind of useful. I'm getting, you know, a cat jumping into a pool by accident. Oh, now that's fun. I I got to get the algorithm showing me those. It's very silly and fun. um, But I'm going to see if I can ask Carly to reset the algorithm because, yeah, I'm mostly seeing here's a way to die and how to avoid it kind of content. And that's not that interesting for me right now. It's not exactly what I need. Now, are you posting it all over there? Is should I be following you? Are you generating content? I'm not. No, okay. I, I've been thinking about it, especially for the podcast. Right. Would that be oh, helpful? Oh, should we have a TikTok? I bet you and I could go viral. Oh, I really think we could. I mean, it's almost hard not to. Yeah. You know, we have such a leg up as people who are more visible. That's part of it is uh, it's kind of nice, right, that that the people have an app for them. You know, we've gotten to be on TV, so it's almost like. Right. Maybe it's not fair. Maybe you should stay off TikTok. Yeah, I, you might be right. Yeah, just level the playing field and let let some other people have a chance to get some notoriety there. I think that's so nice, but could be worth thinking about changing our stance once we need to promote our book, because that's where I think, yes. you know, the groundswell of support there could be really helpful in terms of Good numbers. call. And I think there's something, book talk, I understand is very popular. I just think that's just a collection of, of people who love reading on there. So that is definitely a a community we should probably tap into once the book is is ready, which, uh, you know, we're a ways out <laughs> on that. Right. But always good to be planning and thinking. And I'm going to have Carly sort of maybe look into that and help us maybe plan some content for then because we could start it now. Right. Why not start just planning some stuff out, you know, mm-hmm. just to mm-hmm. have for a rainy day. Absolutely. Totally. This episode also brings us back a happy, healthy Sammy, completely unraveled yes. by his deportation scare in season three, episode eight, the past episode. And mm-hmm. just being as silly and funny as we always remember him being. Some pushback about that from audiences who thought, hey, maybe yeah. this isn't such a realistic portrayal of what the notion of deportation does to a human brain and a spirit. Yeah. And he he comes back with this, you know, funny story about ice and mm-hmm. a lot of people, I think, didn't appreciate, I guess they took it as, oh, the show is humanizing ice and when we don't really need to be doing that. Right. When he shows that little YouTube video that he made mm-hmm. while he was in custody with ice, him showing his trademark dance to the ice officer mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. the ice officer learning it right, and then 
the two of them doing it together almost as a duet. I mean, it's a charming humanizing moment for Thias officer again mm-hmm. in a way that people were not so happy about and right, right. understood. Totally, totally. But then think about this. Who are we to tell an immigrant like Sammy how, how they should be coping was. and how mm-hmm. they should be, you know, looking back on an experience like that, as you're saying, we all process things differently. And, and Sammy, he loves to laugh. He's, he's just, he's a, a good natured person and that, that we like that. Yeah. We like that. We like to keep a positive energy and mm-hmm. that's what we love about Sammy. You know, we can't forget the B plot in this episode, which is so oh, funny. The yeah, way yeah. that Harvey acts this storyline of Frankie sort of tiptoeing onto the bus almost. It's sitting in a very yeah. bad corner, not making eye contact with anyone. And finally, mm-hmm. Rudy asks him, Frankie, what is going on? Mm-hmm. And he sort of whispers, ah. and you don't hear exactly what he says, but Rudy busts out laughing this moment. is yes. su- such a fun, funny one for Rudy. You get to see him being very expressive. He's, just, he's sort of a practical guy with practical wants and needs, yeah. but the way that he chuckles over learning that Frankie's had a sex dream about mm-hmm. Ethel is mm-hmm. just so funny. So we had some listener questions come in this week. Thank you so much for sending them. As always, if you ever want to chat with us, that's ridingaroundpod at gmail.com. We've got a question today from Kathy Y, who asks, Hi, love the pod. I was wondering if you guys had an opinion on the newest J-drama, that's Japanese drama, that takes place on and around a Shinkansen, parentheses bullet train. Do you think it ripped off riding around? How do you feel about the characters in this new show that some are saying are based specifically on your performances? Thanks. Can't wait to hear your answer. Wow. Woo-hoo-hoo. Juicy. You know, uh, my girls are into uh, J-drama, so I I hear a little bit of the trends from them. I had not heard much about this show, but as I've done some research, uh, it feels possible. Yeah, yeah, it does. It, and we know that Riding Around has global reach, mm-hmm. so I wouldn't be shocked if the creators saw this show, recognized sort of the fun and the humor, and were like, let's put it on a faster mode of transportation faster train and but you've still got you know it sounds like the one male main character and using his train rides to and from work as a way to unwind eat delicious food mm-hmm. much of which we did on riding around so yeah, to me that feels like it's really borrowing from rudy who is often mm-hmm. seen with hot dog in hand mm-hmm. on on our show so yeah i mean Look, it's so hard. You never want to accuse a fellow creative of copying, no. of course. And we all know parallel thinking is yes. a thing. But I I appreciate you writing in because this one does look pretty suspicious, if I'm being frank. Yeah, and same here. And I don't know if there's anything we can do about that. You know, I think if I were feeling more favorable towards the studios, maybe I would even write to an NBC and say, hey, do you want to look into this? But I'm not. Mm-mm. And until they give us what we want... We will not be writing to warn them about a potential yeah. um, knockoff of riding around that's set in Japan on a bullet train. And I guess just to quickly address the part where you ask about some of the performances maybe being based on our performances, mm-hmm. I will say I can I, I watched just some YouTube clips of the show and there's a character that I suspect is Marsha based and I will just say thank you. Invitation is the sincerest form of flattery and I accept. Okay. I love that. Yes, accept it. 
what's it going to hurt us if there's, you know, if there's people doing imitations of us out there in the world? I think, honestly, that's a little beautiful. Yes. Yeah. That's a good way to think about it. Mm -hmm. Okay. And we do have another, Mm -hmm. well, it's not a question. (laughs) Certainly not a question. I would call it a diatribe. Yeah. So a listener diatribe Mm. that I will read right now. And sorry, it's going to piss me off. Yeah. And there was no name with this one. The email address is just Sarah is better than you at gmail.com. So, mm-hmm. okay. To the hosts, I mean haters of the Writing Around podcast. We see you. Your hate has no place here and you should be ashamed of yourself. Sarah Catherine Paulson has had a career that you would be lucky to have. She has three upcoming projects. What do you have? Nothing. I think you should be ashamed of the way you are speaking of her on your podcast. And I speak for the fan community when we say stop. Thank you. I get for the... Thank you for listening. I I don't know that you needed to throw in the sort of personal attacks on us, but... Right. Yeah. Um, a little unnecessary. Um, listen, we... Part of this podcast, part of the joy and project of this podcast mm-hmm. is dissecting the craft of acting. We are both actors. So yes. if there are choices that someone makes that we think we might do differently. Listen, you learned last episode that Mullen sometimes will pause an episode of Riding Around to do a line reading and see if it's different or better than what was <laughs> recorded. So you know already that we are critical people who think critically about the art of acting. Yep. And I think what we say about Sarah does not fall outside the purview of what we would say of any actor on our show to their own face. So that's what I have to say about that. And if it seemed unkind or unnecessary or harsh, I do apologize for that. I think we both said multiple times what a talented, dramatic actress we think she is. Yes, I've been very, very clear on that. It's simply the comedy that she can't do. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, tell your community, if you're all being honest, she's not good at comedy. So you you all need to look in the mirror. and, and, And for your information, we do have upcoming projects. Okay. We cannot yep. name them yet, but they exist and they will be ours. And we're manifesting right. that hard. And so I really don't appreciate you implying or, or suggesting that we don't have anything going on because we very well could. And in, in yeah, the, you know, and what are Sarah's three upcoming projects? I Googled them after we got this letter. They're all dramas. So again, I don't know what you want me to tell you. I've watched interviews with her. I think she's very charming and funny in conversation. Does that translate to comedic acting? We didn't see it. (laughs) So we don't know. Okay. And she's, she's fine. Okay. Let me guess those, those three projects, are they all Ryan Murphy? (laughs) I mean, I just, yeah, sorry. We didn't find a man who is obsessed with us. I, Mm -hmm. I guess, you know, sorry about that. Right. Sorry for my bone structure. You know, I don't know what. Yeah. Look, I'm frankly glad that this arc is over because it's been hard for us to talk about another actor like this, but we yes. have to. So I'm happy that we can be moving on and we, these letters can stop because Carly said there's more than this. She pulled this one. She oh. said it's representative. Wow. Yeah. Well, listen, Sarah, again, if you're listening, nothing but the best and you should be proud of the loyalty that you've cultivated in your fans. I mean, they yeah. love you. Nut jobs. Absolute nut jobs. But hey, I've got mine. We've got our, you know, riding around has its own nut jobs. And I hope they're, I hope they will go to bat for us like this anytime right. someone's hating on us. So. Passengers, I better see you sending emails this angry or angrier on my behalf. Yeah. And if you do, you know, send screenshots of them to ridingaroundpod at gmail.com because I think it would bring joy to both our days. Oh, totally. You know, something I do is I, 
I put a little star next to emails that I want to revisit sometimes oh, with compliments so nice. or, you know, awards you win or if, if that happens. And I would love to see these emails so I can star them and then go back and read them when I need to pick me up. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, it's been a busy recap, hasn't it? And, oh, it uh, has. I feel like we're bopping all over the place, but it's fitting for this traumatic episode. Right. Yeah. Thanks for sticking with us through this one. And we'll see you next week for season three, episode 10, another doozy of an episode with a wonderful guest. Chat soon. Thank you so much to all of our listeners. Thank you also to Kelsey Bailey for our logo and to John Purcell for our theme music and for mixing the show. You can follow us at Writing Around Pod on Twitter and Instagram. And send your thoughts and questions to our email address, writingaroundpod at gmail.com. Please subscribe, rate us, and review us anywhere you find your podcasts. And if you leave your favorite Writing Around memory in your review, we'll read it in an upcoming show. Come back and join us next week. We'll have another great episode for you that you won't want to miss. See you then. Hack, hack.